0: I never paid too much of a attention about the building. It was a old two-story home that um, had been restored. Um, it was blue, sat on a corner lot, downtown area, right across from the church that I went to there was a sign in the front yard that said Mosaic. I pulled in there unsure of why, what, when, where, why I was doing this. What was I going to talk about? Where was this going to lead me? On and on and on and on. Why should I be doing this? Why do I feel like I need to talk to someone about what was going on inside? Um... You know, like everybody else, I have issues and I have a background of um, all kinds of stuff. And um, But I was at a point in my life where I very lost, um, very self-centered, uh, thinking about me all the time, um, selfish, some uh, behaviors I've reverted back to um, that I wasn't digging going through the change uh, feeling like that the majority of my problems were because I was going through menopause Um, and then I found out that I had some issues with my um, thyroid so I was like well it's that's what it is that's why this thinking is the way it is and um, I'm feeling all these ways and uh, you know um, making a lot of excuses and for my behavior and um, what was going on upstairs, and, uh, so anyway, my husband, which is a therapist, um, had suggested that, you know, maybe you want to go talk to somebody, and yeah, 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 and I will, I will, and, you know, just never doing it, um, and one of my friends at work had started seeing a therapist, and, uh, she really encouraged me. She said, you know, it was helping her a lot. Um, so I was like, what the heck? The the place where I'm working will pay for five free sessions. And um, what will it hurt? Can't hurt anything. It's got to help something. You know, five hours or, you know, sessions with somebody talking about me. That sounds great. I love to talk about me and I love to think about me. So, sign me up. I called, made an appointment. I had to wait several weeks to get in, and they finally sent me an email. Your appointment will be with Alan. So, I immediately go to the computer and Google this guy, and not much comes up. He doesn't have a profile on the uh, website where I'm going, and I'm like, well, who is this cat? And then... Um, I found Alan in Tallahassee and so uh, I went and looked and saw that he was went to FSU and he was in the graduate program and blah 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 blah, blah and it's like okay so I had some information about him because that's what I do is I love to just dig I didn't find much at all which was disappointing but anyway, so I walk in, and check in, and sit in the waiting room, and to the left of me is a young mother with her son, and, um, she's comforting him, and across from me is a couple that looked, uh, very miserable, um, very distant, and there I was, sitting all dressed up, big smile on my face, and eager to start this new journey. Uh, I've got five times I can talk to this cat and get some help, and um, I'm ready for it. A few minutes later, this guy pops his head in and says, uh, Amy? And looks at me, and I look at him, and I said, Alan? And he said, yes, come with me. So we go up these long stairway, um, old wood uh, staircase and beautiful old home. They've uh turned into a an office, a therapy office. And um go into this room and I plop down on the couch and I think he's yeah, he sat behind the desk that time and um my first look I was like, Oh my gosh, this kid, it's a kid. He's a kid. How is this kid going to help me? Um And how am I going to be able to tell all that's going on in my head to someone like him? And I don't know why I say like him, because he was just a person. um, But, you know, I thought he looked so young. And I just questioned Am I going to be able to tell this man what I'm feeling? And so, we began the, uh, first session, which consisted of him, you know, asking me some questions and, um, going through, um, some questionnaires, tests, I don't know, about, um... Some stuff that I'd filled up prior to my appointment, you know, asking how I was raised and about my parents and blah, 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 my background. And, uh of course, immediately what came up was I was a recovering alcoholic and drug addict and because I'd put that in the paperwork and we discussed that and, um you yeah, know, we just, we discussed a lot and I, I was eager to answer questions and, uh you know try this, and he asked me why I was there, and what I wanted to accomplish, and I took out my phone, and, well, no, first I said to him, I have a huge resentment that I want to work on, that I just, keeps coming back up, and I can't seem to let this go and it is getting in the way of a lot of things and i'm here to to uh work on my thinking i have some uh, stinking thinking going on upstairs and it happens quite frequently and uh, it's not a good place for me to be and i i want to figure out how i can uh work on that and what we can do to um help me get better at this and I need some tools and you know I I, I I thought I knew what I wanted and and I did um but I had no idea I would get so much more um so anyway we finished that session up and at the end is when I took out my phone he was like well um is there anything else that you want to say and I said yes and so I got my phone and I went to a text message that my cousin had sent me and it was um about humility and I read that to him and I was like this is what I want I want to be okay in spite of what's going on around me I want to be at peace I want to and blah 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 um And I shared that with him. And then I looked up from my phone. I smiled my big smile. And I said, and you, and I pointed to him, are going to help me get there. And that was the beginning. Um, And what a beautiful time that I'm having working on me and doing what I need to do to be okay with who I am, with all parts of me, of you know the good, the bad, the ugly, the confused, the scared, um, the timid, the uh, hyper. I mean, I, I there's so much depth and so much um, going on, and um, I'm just learning how to deal with all that and just to be okay. Um, i'm I'm not okay all the time, but I am more times than not and that's just a a really good feeling and um i i there's so much I want to do, and i've allowed um parts of me to just really get in the way of accomplishing things that I want to do um like writing and sharing my um story and um, what's working for me? What's not working for me? I just have always felt this calling to um, share share what's going on, and, um, you know, I had a blog several years ago, and it was about cooking, um, and family stories, and uh, very humorous, and made videos, and. I loved doing that. I loved sharing, um, my gift of, of food, of cooking food, and putting, uh, different ingredients together, and creating, and, and sharing my, my passion, and my good groceries with other people. It, it, um, it did something to me to, to really, um, I don't know how to explain it to uh I felt alive I always felt alive and I had so many dreams called up in um, my love for food and cooking and sharing uh, what was given to me by my parents and their friends and our family members and my friends, and how their parents cooked, and, um, all of that was so exciting to me, and, um, I just submerged myself into the blog, um, writing a cookbook, and, uh, working on, um, trying to do something with my life, taking that direction, of doing something in food. Um. Yeah, and I just left for work. Very long day. Very long week. Actually, very long month. Two months. Several months. We've been so busy at work. Grateful to have a job, but I am tired. Um. I've talk to y'all about some of my story and I'll do it for a while and then I don't do it again for a long time. And so I'm sitting in traffic and it's backed up and I'm thinking I saw a girl leaving that I work with and she's young and single and it's uh, Wednesday night and so she and her girlfriends go out Drinking and partying and living it up, things I used to do. But I thought, mm, I am so darn grateful that I am not going to the bar tonight. And then I passed this wine bar, and there were some people outside smoking, and I was like, oh, grateful that I don't smoke either. Um, I'm just, I'm not perfect, I have many issues. Um, But, you know, I'm not getting drunk and smoking cigarettes and doing other stuff that I don't need to be doing. And that is a miracle. Um, So, I hadn't had a drink in 14 years. And I've gone to some counseling. I was very um, active in AA for 10 of those years. Um, and have been going through some difficult times. I've told y'all some about the stuff with the restaurant and, uh, if you've listened to the other stories I've told and, but anyway, so my husband's a psychotherapist and I, you know, struggle with stuff. And so he, years ago, had said, you know, you should go see a counselor and I did and I, I went and saw, um this girl, and she's really cool and everything, but I just didn't jive with her, um, and then I started seeing this other girl, and I quit, um, because I quit my job, because I thought that was the problem, wrong, (laughs) I'd gone to her because of my job, and, uh, I was miserable, and then I quit. So, I didn't think I needed it anymore, and boy, was I wrong. But anyway, long story, a short story even longer, I, uh, finally, after a very long time and a girl at work, staying on my butt, picked up the phone and called a place and said, I want to make an appointment. And usually, I would, you know, Google all the people there and look at and see what they look like and choose them and my husband was like don't do that just call and let them fill out the paperwork and let them put you with somebody and so they did and I had to wait a couple of weeks to go and so the first day I went I was you know all dressed for work and pretty nervous and um sitting checked in and sitting in the uh waiting room and looking around and there's a couple sitting there and they're uh not looking at each other or talking. And then there was a mother with her young son in there. And, of course, I was thinking, I wonder what's going on with them, you know. And about that time, uh, this guy, a young guy, steps in and says, uh, looks at me and says, Amy? And I said, yeah, that's me. And he said, so I got up, and I followed him up this long stairway, Um, in this old Victorian home that they've turned into a doctor's office. And, um, and I was thinking, God, this guy's a kid. He looks so young. How am I ever going to tell him all of this stuff that I have going on? And, um, you know, be honest and really get down to the root of the problem. Try to and you know i had my doubts of course and uh so i sat down and he went through my my i guess little test i took before i went and it's like you know checking off all the boxes and immediately uh after that i was like well i see you're here because you want to get rid of an old resentment that you have and i said yeah i just you know i'll i'll work on it and it uh I'll think I'm okay, and then, you know, all this old stuff will pop back up, and I'm carrying it around, and I'm sick to death of it, tired of it, and, um, he's like, well, that's, you know, something we could work on, and so he, you know, I gave him the background of all of that, and, um, we scheduled an appointment for the the next week, and I immediately got my car, and called my husband, and I was like, yeah, I mean, he's okay. I don't know. He's young. Um, I don't know how I'm going to feel about talking to him about stuff, but maybe, yeah, and um, then I met him the next week, and um, he had me draw this big egg on a sheet of paper, and I thought he was having me do it like it was a test to see how much space I could take up on the paper. Wrong! Wrong! He just wanted me to draw a big egg, and then we were going to do an activity inside of the egg. And he took me, when we went up the long stairwell um, and got to the top, I turned to the right to go into his office, and he goes, Today we're going to take a left. And so we walk in, and there's this little kid table sitting there and a sofa. And I plopped down on the sofa, and he's like, You want a color? And I was like, Yeah, you know. If you think that'll help me? I'll color. <laughs> and he goes, no. And, but he had some colored pencils. I think it was pencils or maybe a marker. And had me draw an egg and then inside the egg across. And then, you know, have four parts. And then we talked about my family. And in my head, I was like, er, put on the brakes, dude. I'm not here to talk about my childhood um, or my um, issues with my parents. Um I um, you know, I've worked through all that and oh The phone rang and I got cut off. I'm trying to recall where I left off. Oh, that was that rhymed. I was a poet and didn't even know it. So oh, I think back to the egg and then I was like, dude, I'm not here to to go through all of that. But, you know, I did the egg and uh he gave me some assignments to do and I love assignments. And so um I can't I'm trying to remember what his assignment Oh, I was to come up with um like a motto for my my family. <laughs> So, he gave me that, and I took it home and worked on that. However, I can't remember the motto I came up with. Um, But that was a good visit, and I I felt comfortable telling him some, um, a few things, you know, of our family unit, the dynamics. And um, so, you know, I was like, well, maybe I can talk to this guy. I don't know. But then it got to be difficult because he didn't have many appointments available. And this first appointment was at 9. And I was like, well, that's going to put me late to work. And I don't like going in late. I feel behind. <clears throat> so he had mentioned that um, they do the uh, video Uh, counseling, it's not called that, but anyway, um, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm real interested, so I I had an appointment every Wednesday, 1 o'clock, Wednesdays with Alan, and I'll never forget our first meeting, um, I was running around work trying to find somewhere quiet where I could talk to him and I could not, there's just people everywhere. And, and so I was like, what am I going to do? So I ran and got in my car and uh, I work at a university and I'm sitting in the parking lot and there's students and faculty and staff, you know, getting in the cars, leaving and um, I'm sitting there with the phone looking at the screen and talking to, the, to Alan in my phone in the box, and uh, that was kind of weird at first, but I got used to it real quick, and you know, we we continued to go deeper and talk about even more stuff that I was dealing with and um, had dealt with, and um, I, I got to be very comfortable with him. And was able to tell him way more than I ever thought I could, and um, it was just such a cool experience because I trusted this guy, and I, I you know, felt like he was helping me, and he, he has helped me, and he's given me lots of great tips. Um, you know, the first being, you know, he he asked me, "How are you keeping up with all of this that you have to do?" And I was like, oh, I save um, everybody's paper that has the back um, with nothing printed on it. And I recycle it and put it on my day-to-day list. And he was like, and where do you take notes when you meet with clients? And I was like, on the scrap paper. And he was like, how's that working out for you? And how, what is your calendar method? And how are you doing that? And um, so he was like, go buy you a day runner and keep everything in there and get rid of the scrap paper. And he was right because I would lose it and I couldn't keep up with what I've done. And so I bought uh, a day runner, but that didn't work out. But I bought a, uh, a binder. I needed something much bigger and with lots of places to write and, you know, where I could separate all of the stuff and have categories. And, man, that thing has just changed my life at work Um, I'm still got so much going on but it just keeps me organized and if nothing else that one little thing helped me so much so I am forever grateful for that and I will use that um, and I recommend it just having everything in one place and a lot of people do it on their phone but I have to write I have to make lists I make lists for everything and that's how that's what keeps me in line, but anyway, so, um, that was the first thing that he suggested that I do, and then another thing that I, I struggle with is just, uh, getting myself so worked up in my head, and going 90 to nothing, and, um, you know, and then I beat myself up about it, about the stinking thinking and the craziness, and, and I, it's just like a uh, roller coaster ride. Uh, anyway, and I'm going through the change on top of all that. That probably has a lot to do with uh, all this stuff. I don't know. I don't. I can't say that. But he taught me a grounding technique. Five, four, three, two, one, and that's when my my phone hadn't rang that that much in a long time. It keeps ringing while I'm trying to do my recording. Um. So anyway, I keep saying that. I say the same stuff over and over and over. Um. So yeah, the the grounding, five, four, three, two, one. So. When you find yourself, you know, doing the, what I call, stinking thinking, crazy thinking, uh, the enemy is in your head, um, so, five things that you see and try to find something unique, um, and, or if you're in an area where you are a lot, then you can find, um, five things that you've never noticed before rarely notice then you're gonna do four things that you um, I can't remember if it was it really doesn't matter four things that you see three things that you hear two things that you um, all of your senses my mind went blank so you do the five four three two one and that gets you back on target Um, Gets your thinking off of what you were thinking. And gives you some time to regroup, man. And it is very helpful for me um, when I use it. When he first told me about it, I used it all the time. Um, And I still do. But um, that that helps me. Also, another little technique is like when I'm in um, a room full of people. Or an area where there's... lot going on and I'm kind of getting overwhelmed um just little uh breathing techniques that other people can't they can't tell you what you're doing and then you tighten up your muscles in certain areas like your hands or your toes and then you slowly release it and you you know take a couple of deep breaths and um that really has helped me and uh so, I've really used those little things a lot and um, we started working on the resentment and that got so much better. That improved tremendously um, and a lot of good has come out of that. Um, the resentment I had was uh, with my sister over a business deal that went bad at our restaurant and it didn't go bad I left and I left angry and it was my dream it was our dream together and it didn't happen the way that I thought it was going to happen expectations and uh so it went south and I you know been carrying around all this stuff for way too long and so that's what Alan helped me work on and My sister and I took this wonderful vacation and um really uh built back our relationship and um and it continues and I'm real proud of that. And just working with that with him helped me a lot. And then so he would have me do these uh kind of techniques in the car and practice on in my breathing and I would feel so strange because you know here I have him on the phone and I lay the phone down and then I'm, I'm you know doing these breathing exercises or tightening up my muscles or looking around naming five things four, you know giving him the list and um but you know what it worked and I did it and uh I have issues with um uh instead of discussing something with someone that bothers me or there's an issue i have an issue with i I end up blowing up i finally say something but i don't do it correctly and so we did a lot of role playing and which sounds kind of weird and i first i was like i mean okay um and and that's helped too a lot um i've still you know screwed up a couple of times and and don't think before i speak and um you know, say things I regret, um, but anyway, that has gotten much better, and so we worked on that for a while, and then he started saying, talking about my different parts, and, you know, I would close my eyes, and he would give me instructions on what I was, um, seeing in my, in my mind, and, uh, I felt so uncomfortable doing this. I was like, what the heck is he doing? And, and he talked about self, and he talked about the different parts that live within me, and I was like, parts? What do you mean, like, parts? And all of this is going on inside of my head, because I didn't want to, I don't know, I was just, I didn't say anything. And, um, I was just really confused by all of it. And it made me super uncomfortable. I think I've said that three times. So, finally, I was like, I don't know. I, I don't want to do this right now. And he was like, that's cool. That's cool. And, um, so then the next time we met, towards the end of the conversation, He started talking about these parts that lived within me, him, everyone. We have these different parts that, um, protect us. And they usually come from something traumatic in your life or just life. Um, my trauma may not look the same as yours. And yours doesn't look the same as mine. So, you know, um... Whatever it may be, it kind of freezes at that age when it happened. And that part is in you, and they're trying to keep you protected um, from getting hurt. And so when he started talking about parts and different personalities, and I was like, oh my gosh, he thinks I'm crazy. He thinks that I have like multiple personalities. And, because my grandmother was very sick and um, mentally ill, and I, it just scared me. But he assured me, he was like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. It's, um, and finally, he said the words, internal family system. He said, IFS. And I said, IFS? And he said, internal family system. And so, I I keep a uh, counseling notebook because I journal and um, I just like to have notebooks for things. But anyway, I jotted that down and when I got home that uh, night, I I did some research and read about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. I couldn't believe it. And then he had suggested that I watch this movie. It was a, a kid's movie. Um and I can't remember the name of it but anyway it was uh, a cartoon but it was for adults and it was and children but um gosh I can't remember but anyway I'll put I'll, I'll come back and tell you what the what the name is and I watched that and it just made so much sense that we have all of these little people living in within us that are you know, calling us those ugly names or Sam or a loser or um, telling me that I'm you know fat or that person doesn't like me just you know stuff and um, so I became so interested in IFS and I kind of got uh, obsessed with it and um, found the guy that you know, came up with a dick schwartz and watched all these videos that um where he was talking about it and podcast and bought one of his books and uh just was very excited about it and started working with alan on that and um really had some uh some uh improvement in a couple areas of my life i mean like major improvement where things are just really changed because I started working on that part of me that was giving me so much trouble, um, and I was just blown away how this helps me so much, so, you know, I kept, we, you know, we kept working on on IFS, not the whole time we would do it, usually right before we left, and um I just really loved it, and I'm rambling now but anyway, I want to talk more about this, but I am about to be in traffic and, but if you're watching this or not watching this, if you're listening to this It's called Internal Family System, IFS, Dick Schwartz. And I've just gotten a lot of use out of it. Good, positive things going on with it. And so you should check it out. But I'll talk more about this later. A few things I'm grateful for today. We are down at O'Klockney Bay camping out with our camper home we call her Stella and the majority of the people are packing up because today's Sunday and we're not going home until tomorrow I'll leave in the morning bright and early and head in on to work and then my husband and our two boys our dogs will drive on back home I'm only 45 minutes from work. And we're about an hour and a half from our home. Second thing I'm grateful for today is some someone smoking a cigarette. And it reminded me of how grateful I am that I quit smoking. I think it's been four years, five years. I don't know. but I'm grateful. I don't. I'm not a slave to tobacco products something else that I'm most grateful for is the day my husband and I had together yesterday here down at O'Clockney Bay it was beautiful we went and rode around and cooked two really good meals together and we laughed and had an intimate conversation sitting on a swing and we watched the sunset and it didn't take any money to um, have a beautiful day and that was really cool. We had a good time. I am grateful that my dad is going to the doctor tomorrow and hopefully we'll get some news on what they can do to help us back I'm most thankful and grateful Father, Son, and Holy Spirit I'm grateful that I have hope faith and peace not all the time but at this very moment I'm grateful that I have a decent paying job to go home to tomorrow. I like the majority of the people I work with, and I'm good at what I do most times. I am grateful for my family and my friends. I'm also grateful that I spent a lot of time on grooming myself yesterday and doing my working on my feet and my hands and they're nice and soft and they look real pretty and um, just simple things like that. I'm grateful that I got on a swing set yesterday and I swung real high and that felt good. It made me laugh, and it also made me think of um, of being a child and being young again, how much I used to enjoy swinging and jumping out of the swing and almost breaking my neck. <laughs> uh i'm grateful that i spent time watching children play yesterday and there were two kids two boys that were running up and down the the long deck and they um the pier and they caught a uh, they were catching fish and then they went out on their um canoes and they stayed gone all day i mean kayaks and then they came back and they were sunburned and exhausted and they caught fish and that was really cool to watch them do that. I'm supersonic grateful for my husband and my two boys. My little chihuahua mix and my bulldog mix. I'm grateful for the sound of Harley Davidson's Did you just hear that motorcycle crank up? Pretty cool. Somebody's leaving. That's five minutes of gratitude.